Welcome to today's edition of Beat to the Fire, where we're always challenging the status quo. For more cutting-edge commentary, go to feettothefire.org. That is feet, the number two, thefire.org. And now your host. Good morning and welcome to Feet to the Fire. It is Tuesday and this is your host, Sergio Fassa, the new voice of conservative dissent. We are picking up and continuing our discussion of the horrible crime wave gripping our cities and our nation outside the home of New York GOP gubernatorial candidate Lee Zeldin. Two teenagers were randomly shot in a drive-by. A serial rapist who preyed on, this is from the post-millennial, serial rapist who preyed on a 13-year-old girl is to be released from Portland prison as a low-level sex offender. And that was a the, the final one he got caught for after a string of rapings. He was called like the jogging rapist or something like that. Also from post-millennial, an illegal immigrant charged in a deadly Las Vegas stabbing attack had earlier charges dropped after Los Angeles DA waited too long for trial. So he had domestic violence charges or something like that in L.A., and they failed to prosecute him. And then he goes on a stabbing rampage in Las Vegas. What is going on with the out-of-control crime in our cities? Well, I suggested this yesterday, and it's not merely a suggestion, but I want to make a defense for it is that liberals insist on spreading misery and deconstructing society. They thrive on high crime, they want high crime, and they're promoting this kind of social breakdown, the fabrics of our society coming apart. Now, I'm going to read some information on statistics gathered by Heather McDonald in an article from The Daily Caller. And I think the Daily Caller, if I'm not mistaken, is the media arm of the Heritage Foundation. I could be wrong about that, but it's conservative to say the least. And she wrote this Donald. Uh, she wrote this article. McDonald, GOP candidates can make Democrats sweat with these four questions on crime, and she goes through the crime statistics. But before I look at that, I want to readily recognize this: that the notion that the left wants to tear down America, the American left and the global left. It seems far-fetched. It seems a little bit the stuff of conspiracy theories. Is there truly an American last agenda? Why would people do that? Are they really promoting that? Are they really fighting to make America last? Or is that just the right's spurious accusations with no substance to it, and it's, as I said, conspiracy theory and propaganda from the right? And obviously, I'm here to tell you and explain that the America Last Agenda is alive and real, and it's for a reason. It's with a purpose. There's an intention behind it, and you can find the types of attitudes and agenda that define the left. You can find it in Scripture. So I'm going to talk about that in a moment to show you that it's not just a contrived a contrived threat. It's a very real threat. But let me read this McDonald article and show you what's going on in our cities. 
The FBI has confirmed what millions of Americans already knew. The Democrat-enabled post-George Floyd crime surge continued in 2021. Homicides rose another estimated 4.3% last year on top of 2020's 29% spike, according to the FBI's newly released 2021 crime report. Aggravated assaults, which include the drive-by shootings that are terrorizing urban neighborhoods, were up 4%, though violent crime overall was down 1% due to a reduction in robberies. In the first six months of 2022, aggravated assault rose by another 4% and robberies were back up by 19%. Larcenies were up 20% through June 2022. Listen to this. Car thefts up 15%. Social order, in other words, continues to break down as a result of the Democrats' glorification of the 2020 George Floyd riots and of the elite establishment's vilification of the police. At least 12 major American cities reached their highest number of homicides ever in 2021. By June 2022, homicides were still up 39% compared with June 2019. And interestingly, the FBI's 2021 crime report has this caveat. It's based on crime numbers from just over half the nation's police department. Because the FBI required police agencies to use a more labor-intensive, comprehensive data reporting system than in the past, Police departments didn't participate. Some of the largest police and sheriff's agencies, including New York City, L.A., and Phoenix, opted out of the voluntary program. So again, this is only 52% of all police agencies covering a little over half of the nation's population that actually submitted a full year of data. So we don't even have all of the crime statistics from some of the most dangerous cities. Trying to head off a crime backlash in the midterms, most Democrats have stopped spouting defund the police rhetoric. The Dems should not be allowed to get away with this. Democrat lies about systemic police racism fueled the volatile situation that inner city cops now face when trying to arrest criminals. Democrats lied... Democrat lies led the police to back off of essential proactive enforcement and created a recruiting and retention crisis in police departments across the country. Left-wing prosecutors have stopped enforcing a host of offenses from theft to resisting arrest because punishing minority criminals is racist. Fatal police shootings make up a much smaller percentage of black homicide deaths than they do white and Hispanic homicide deaths. In 2021, a police officer was 400 times as likely to be killed by a black suspect as an unarmed black individual was to be killed by the police. The post-George Floyd urban anarchy halted the crime-fighting successes of the previous three decades. If Democrats are not willing to explicitly repudiate the narratives and the policies that led to that reversal, voters must hold them accountable for the loss of thousands more mostly black lives, lethal ambushes of cops, for the assaults on struggling businesses, and for the spreading sense in urban areas that civilization is ebbing away. Now, I know I read a ton of that article, almost the whole thing, but McDonald's making the point is that our crime statistics are at an all-time high. It's the Democrats' fault, and it is injuring, most of all, minority communities, inner-city black communities, and this whole George Floyd narrative of 
this brutalization, systemic brutality against unarmed black men is just false with the stats and the data. But why is the left content to see all of this anarchy and mayhem in our cities? And this is the question I started out with. Do they really want to watch the moral, cultural, social decay of our society and our country? Now, we're running out of time, so I'm going to break these down tomorrow. So make sure you come back tomorrow. But I call all of this the Tower of Babel Syndrome or the Tower of Babel Complex, whatever word you want to use, like Trump Derangement Syndrome. This is the Tower of Babel Syndrome. These are the defining characteristics of the purposes and agenda of a man-centered antichrist kingdom. Do you follow me? So the, the machinations and the policies and the scheming and the working of evil in this world I'm taking all of that, what, what is Antichrist kingdom, the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of evil, which is a man-centered kingdom, I'm describing that as the Tower of Babel syndrome. And there's five descriptors or five complexes or syndromes that are a part of that. And I'll just read them now and hopefully we'll get to t- take them apart tomorrow. The Sodom and Gomorrah syndrome, which is deconstruct moral order. The Pharaoh syndrome, which is make people dependent on government, man as the savior and king. The Tower of Babel syndrome itself, which means eliminate national sovereignty and create one world global government. The Sanballat syndrome, do you know him? He was in the book of Nehemiah. And that is elevating rogue nations and reducing America as the superpower to equalize the world's power sharing. That's a real intent of the global left. And finally, the Raging King Syndrome, which is from Psalm 2, which is quite simply hating Christianity Christianity, and any nation like America that stands as a proponent of Christianity. Let justice roll down like waters, America, and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Don't believe the hype out there. America last policy is not a fabrication of the right. It's the real agenda of the global left. See you